This episode is about being so positive and optimistic that it's contagious to the people around you. You know when you're around someone with great energy and it just makes you feel good? I just think life is an energy game and you have to get away from negative energy. I don't know if I'm any more passionate about anything else than this. I just think positivity and optimism are what it's all about. You find what you're looking for. If you're looking for negativity, you find it. If you're looking for positivity, you find it. The most important decision you make is the state of mind that you live in. You create your reality. I was so hesitant to tackle this topic for two reasons. I didn't want it to sound rah-rah cheesy like, yay, be happy. And it's such a big topic to cover, I could talk for nine hours about it. But listen, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to do it. We're going to talk about having a yes mindset and a can-do attitude. We're going to talk about being positive and so positive that it's contagious. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I have a friend named Jenny, and Jenny is so positive and so happy. Even when things are going completely sideways, she just radiates positivity, and it makes me more positive just being around her. I asked her about this topic. I told her I was thinking about this and reading about this and Because she's so positive and so happy, I told her she should be doing this podcast, but she gave me so many great tips. I mean, Jenny is so positive that her license plate says, be happy, and she has tiles on her bathroom floor that say, be happy. It's just such a huge part of who she is, and I love her for that. And for the record, all of my friends, all of my close friends are happy and positive people, and that's why we have a connection and while why they are so important in my life, not just happy, positive Jenny, but talking about Jenny, we have such a great, strong, happy friendship because we're always talking about the good in everything. And not like I said, this episode is not going to be like, rah, rah, yay, be happy. It's not like that at all. This is not in a fake way. It's in a very real and a very honest way. We are brutally honest and we'll call ourselves out on our own fails or our insecurities or things going on with our kids or with our husbands, whatever it is. But it's all with a positive perspective. Like, how can I take this shit show of a situation and fix it? How can I make it better? Or how can I learn from it? Or how can I just sit back and laugh at it? So the other day, as I was thinking about this topic and I asked her about it, I was like, how are you always so positive? Like, I feel like I really try to be positive and smile and radiate happiness and joy, but Jenny takes it to the next level. And she said, she's all about a self-fulfilling prophecy. You put out there, what you put out there will come to you. And she really believes that thoughts are so powerful, even the tiniest little thoughts. Your thoughts are just so powerful. She said that everything that she's put a lot of energy into thinking about has happened in her life. She's decided she'd rather have positive thoughts and that will manifest instead of negative thoughts. And I just think she's so right. It's, it's It's just the truth. And another thing we talk about is we really have zero jealousy. Zero. 
about our friends or celebrities or people on social media or people we see, we have conditioned ourselves over the years to have zero jealousy. It just makes it easy for us to want good for others because we're genuinely happy for other people. So something awesome that someone else has or a vacation they go on or something they do, we don't compare it to ourselves. It doesn't reflect back on ourselves and you know lead us down this rabbit hole of what we don't have or haven't done or whether it's our fault or someone else's fault. We just don't do it. You have to be genuinely positive and put positive thoughts out there and genuinely want good for other people. And I think the hardest thing to the hardest thing about this is social media and it can make it really hard for people, but it just it has to be intentional. So you have to make a decision and commit to it and be very conscious about it. You have to be intentional with it. I really think for most of us it's not just going to happen. You have to be grounded and grateful for what you have, no matter how little or how much you have in different stages of life in different situations. You just have to be grounded and grateful and centered and, and happy with you ha- with what you have at that moment. So if you are very far from this type of headspace right now, I think I can imagine, I feel like it would be really, really hard. Maybe you've gone through some messed up shit that you're stuck in or you grew up with constant negativity in your ear. Whatever it is, here we are today. We're here to get today together, thinking about and spending time on the idea of being positive and so positive that it's contagious, that it radiates throughout you and is contagious to other people around you. And it comes down to this. You have a choice, and it has to be intentional to really work. We have to work at it. It's not just going to happen. So let's fully get into this. Here are the things I know for sure. You have to know what makes you happy because if you aren't happy because you don't like what you're doing, then you have to make a change. We can't force happiness if we're not really happy. So think about what you're doing most of the time, most of your days. And is that making you happy? That's the key to start with. If you're unhappy, figure out if you're not positive and if you're negative and if you're looking at the negative things first, look at what you're doing. Do you like what you're doing? Do you need to make a change? I really think how you do anything is how you do everything. And I have to work at this one a lot. How you do anything is how you do everything because a lot of times I'll be doing something monotonous with my kids and I'm like, come on, let's hurry. Like, let's just move on to the next thing. And I realized that my attitude like that is a drag. Like, yes, we're all trying to get from point A to point B. It's taking too long, whatever. But how you do anything is how you do everything. So I really try to be intentional intentional about having good, strong, positive energy, even if whatever I'm doing for that moment sucks or it's lagging or it's taking too long. I just try to think, all right. How you do anything is how you do everything. And listen, we can't all be at 110% energy from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed. We have bad days, we're tired, we don't feel well. There's all these things. But I'm just talking about, in general, looking at things with a positive outlook and thinking, okay, this sucks, I gotta power through it. How I do anything is how I do everything, so let's go. Another part of this mindset that this part came a little bit more natural to me is being optimistic and thinking the impossible is possible. 
bottom line. Rather than seeing no's, I see yeses. Rather than seeing can'ts, I see cans. And I think that that's such a huge part in molding your mind to be more positive and optimistic. Another thing is I think if you have negative people in your life, and I've talked about this on on previous podcasts because I think it's just so important, if you have negative people in your life, you have to talk to them less. And I'm not saying, you know, separate yourself from the people you love. I'm just saying if you can recognize that there's negative chatter in your ear often, reduce it or eliminate it because whether you think you can ignore it or not, you can't. It's just it's what what goes in your ear radiates through your your body and you just have to have positive stuff in your ear. One thing that I've learned is maybe when I would have called a friend who could have been kind of negative or gossipy or just, you know, put stuff out in the universe that that I didn't want to do that I wouldn't didn't want to put out there, I'll listen to something. So I'll turn on whatever I'm interested at the time, a positive TED talk or a podcast or an audiobook or watch a YouTube video. If you feel like there's too much negative entering your ears, replace it with something else positive. I try to operate from a very powerful state of being, you know? So I just try to think that, I just try to change my state. So if you're thinking that you don't belong somewhere, you move into a primal state. You have to see that the thinking you're thinking isn't true. You can change your state and you can come up with a different story. You control your thinking. You control how you perceive different events and different things that happen to you and things that people say. You you interpret that and you choose what that means, you know? I really believe that life is about alternatives. There is so much negative in unhappiness, but you always have an alternative. You always have a choice. Like people complain about different things and I'm just like, then change it. it it's just just change it. You always have a choice. I mean, small or big. You People can complain about politics forever. Listen, you have a choice. You could move. I mean, there's always a choice or or something smaller that, that people won't let go and complain about. You always have some sort of choice. Choose something else instead of complaining. Another thing that I think really is important in this whole conversation is the word can't. I just don't hear can't. And you know, what's funny. I taught my kids when they were young. I'm sure they were like, what lady, but I've taught my kids this from the, from two years old. If you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you can't. And I don't know if I heard it somewhere or kind of made it up or a combination of the two, but I wanted to make it simple enough. So even a little human could understand if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you can't. And even now my girls will be tired and they'll have one math problem to go and they'll this big dramatic, I can't, I just can't do it. And then I look at them and kind of give them a little side smile and they're like, I know if you think you can, you can, if you think you can't, you can't, but it's just about pushing through and being positive and looking at it like I only have one left instead of like dragging your heels for a half hour, like, oh, I have one left. How miserable. Our words and our thoughts are just so powerful. It's all about how you look at it. Next, let's talk about blame and complaining because this is very interesting to me and something I read a lot about, and I'm definitely going to do more episodes later on about blame and complaining because I think nobody cares about complaining. I think that it's really interesting because no one cares. Maybe other complainers care but you're just putting negative out in the world and no one really cares, to be honest with you. I also have changed a lot 
when it comes to blame. You know, when something happens and it actually is someone else's fault and your instinct is like, oh, I told them, or I ordered that salad, or I told them 10 times, or, and you get all fired up and you blame them, but it doesn't change it. And in the moment it might make you feel better because you're like, I wasn't wrong, but I don't know. I just felt like my, I didn't like that my knee jerk reaction when things went wrong was to be, to immediately point the blame at whatever, if my salad came back wrong or, you know, we, you order food to go, obviously I'm hungry thinking all about the food examples, but you know, if you order food to go and someone is missing, I instantly be like, oh, I told them or whatever it is. I've just taken that off the table because I feel like blame and complaining is a very slippery slope and there's no positivity involved in either of them. I really have kind of just made a choice that everything's my fault. Like even if it kind of isn't, it is. It's just really powerful and positive because I'm not blaming anyone else. So I kind of have the control back and it it makes me flexible. And I always think, listen, someone has it worse. And if I don't like it, I'll change it. We're in charge. And I just think that we need to be really historically contextualized in the way that like, look at the time that we're living and how good we have it and all the options we have and the abundance the abundance of opportunity that exists where we live, we always have options. So rather than blaming and complaining, realize someone always has it worth. Stop complaining, start creating solutions. And, you know, I always think about when I'm thinking about positivity and I'm thinking about being so positive that you're so positive to people around you that it makes them feel good. I think about our kids and when I'm not sure what I should be doing as a parent, I just default to positivity and optimism. You know, at those times where you're kind of like, okay, I'm not sure what to do here. I'm not sure what to say or whatever. I always just default to being positive. Because I really believe that showing your children how to live is the most important thing you can do if you have kids. And thinking about this whole topic about being so positive that it's contagious, it's the most important to little humans, to little people who are impressionable and watching our every move. And if they, if we're in the car gossiping to our friend and they can hear, they they take that. And that that's part of what they take in and what they observe in the world. And so if you have to do stuff like that, do it not around your kids because as we know, they hear so much more than we think they do. And But if you can, eliminate it completely. You know, of course, there's going to be adult talk or honest talk or brutal honest talk that's better left, you know, outside of the kids' ears. But I really think that molding our kids to be happy and positive is one of the best things that we can do for them. And like I said, this is not in a cheesy way and making everything like sunshine and roses. It's not. It's being honest and it's being transparent and it's being acceptance of our faults and not being afraid to fail. And it's putting ourselves out there, but it's just having a good perspective about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just the way that you look at things and the way that you interpret them and like I said, everything that happens to you only means what you what you decide that it means. So, and thinking about this whole concept and trying to be a positive influence or to everyone, to everyone I encounter, whether it's the person checking me out at the grocery store, not like checking me out, like winking, like, you know, the checker, um, whether it's that person and, and just being positive and asking them about their day and asking them questions, whether it's that or whether it's 
people that you work with, or maybe people that you have to work with, but you don't really get along with, but just being positive about it and having positive energy always is the better choice. You know, when you have someone that you, for whatever reason, you just don't care for. And so you kind of have a cold shoulder attitude to them by default. Like what's the point in that? It's only, it's only bringing negativity and energy to you. And you could be using that energy in such better ways out in the universe and positivity. And you know, there's something to be said for killing them with kindness all the time when my kids and I are out in the world and negative things happen where I could lose it or I could be rude to someone or something. I just, I really kill them with kindness. And, and sometimes if it's so ridiculous, I'm almost doing it sarcastically in my own mind, but nobody else knows that just like, you know, say someone walks through and I'm, you know, carrying a baby and all this stuff and they don't even look behind and the door slams right on us. Like I'll say something like kind of funny, but it's still sweet. Like, Oh, no problem. Like, cause it's just rather than being like, ah, gosh, they don't even, you know, under your breath, your kids pick it up. And I just think we have to be intentional about the energy that we expend. It takes so much more energy and effort to get huffy and puffy and mad about whatever's happening than just to shake it off and just to be positive. And like I said, I think that what you're listening to is so important. If you're gossiping or if your world is filled with negativity, you have to switch up what you're listening to. Plug your ears and put on something positive because I just think that that idle time. So maybe it's when you're getting ready in the morning or when you're driving to work or when you're waiting for your kids at carpool or when you're exercising on the treadmill, whatever it is, whenever you have that time, when you're talking to someone or something is filling your ears, make sure it's positive. If you make one step in the right direction here in in making a change, whether you feel like you have a huge change to make or just little changes to make along the way, I think that's one huge one you could do is control what you're listening to, whether it's people or whether it's audiobooks, whatever it is, change it so it's only positive because I'm telling you that positive input just makes it all more positive. Positive input, positive output. Another thing while we're on fun little puns, you know I believe in good food, good mood, and I think eating well, why it may seem like a stretch in this conversation, I really don't think it is because I know if I eat crappy foods and I feel crappy, I'm just low on energy and I don't have as much patience and I just don't feel great. But if I eat the foods that I know make me feel, feel, you know, like I have energy and I'm refreshed and I'm energetic and I'm ready to go, good food, good mood, I just put more positivity out in the world. So I didn't want to get through this entire podcast without mentioning food and nutrition and health because I think it is such an important part of all of this. I think that it can't be ignored. And I think that with this whole new wave and all this new information about functional medicine, I think that we can really spend a lot more time in this podcast, certainly talking about food and energy and nutrition and how it fuels our lives and how it makes us feel. Okay. So getting back to social media and judgment and all that stuff, I'm telling you, when you sign into social media you find what you're looking for. So if you're looking for negativity or a fight, you find it. If you're looking for happiness and positivity, it's there at scale. It's so important. And I think that it's so important to open up these platforms in a good state of mind. You know, if you're having one of those off days and you're funky and you're down, I don't even open it up because I don't even want to have an option of feeling jealous or judgmental or anything like that because I know that any second you spend 
thinking about what someone else has or is a second you take away from something positive or something you can create for yourself. And as far as judgment goes, you know my saying, good for her, not for me. I just think instead of judging, like, oh my gosh, how could she? I just think, huh, good for her, it's not for me. If you get this into your mind, it just takes out the judgment because listen, we're humans. We naturally see what other people are doing and we reflect it back on how we do things or what we think about it. And I think just shifting it to whatever your your version of that is. Oh, good for her. It's not for me. Instead of that harsh judgment or that judgment that leads to screenshotting it and sending it to someone else and can be like, can you believe she let her kid this or this or this? Like, you know, that's her choice. And also you never know what's happening in someone else's world. This is so huge. And for so often why I feel like I give people in life a pass all the time, just because I think I have no idea what's going on in their world. I really have no idea. And so I'm just not going to get hung up on the little things because you just don't know. And I'd rather give people a pass and the benefit of the doubt than, um, you know, razzing people on things that I could just let it go. You just don't know what's going on in other people's worlds. So now taking it before we end, I want to kind of touch base on what happens if you're negative and you are sad and you're not positive and you're not putting positive energy out into the world because something really awful happened to you. And I always want to have a really good perspective when talking about these things because I know some people had have had terrible things happen to them and it just feels like a hole that you're trying to dig out of and you can't. And I think there's, you know, it's a very important conversation in mental health and all the things that can happen to us. But I just think that if you can get to the other side of it and whether it's through forgiveness and acceptance or whatever whatever process, depending on what's gone on, I just think once you can get on the other side of it, it's the meaning you give to it that's what counts, you know? Even if it's something really terrible, you're here, we're together, you're alive, and you can choose to be happy. Even if it's something, like I said, was completely terrible and should never have happened. And I'm so sorry if something like that has happened to you. And I know that, you know, I talk about some, you know, little things or, you know, being mad about a door swinging in front of you. Those are little things. I understand the the significance that someone could have gone through, people listening could have gone through some really terrible things. So it's going to take longer and it's going to be harder, but you still have a choice. And by making the positive choice, you're not giving power to that negative thing anymore. I really think the bottom line to all of this is the world reflects your own feelings back at you. I have really, really realized in the last few years that reality is actually pretty neutral. Reality has no judgment. You were born, you have a set of experiences, and how you choose to interpret those experiences is totally up to you. Happiness is a choice, and positivity is a choice. And being so positive in your soul and in who you are that you radiate it out to the people around you is the goal. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope this episode inspires you to go out in the world and be positive and do good things and put positive energy in the world because we know it comes right back at you. It makes for such a happier existence for you and also for the people around you. So cheers to being positively contagious. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. 
For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.